You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first, is our first priority. Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Ann Saltz and Shahab Zagari. Welcome to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. As always, bringing you the people and the companies that matter most in mobile. I'm Shahab Zagari from Skywire. And I'm Peggy Ansaltz from Mobile Groove, providing you B2B content marketing and strategic consulting on all things mobile. And today, we actually have Len Schneider, Director of Marketing at Other Levels. Welcome, Len. Hi, nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Definitely. And uh, Peggy, again, uh, you uh, facilitated this guest. Can you tell us how, where, when you met Len? Um, absolutely. I actually had the pleasure of meeting Len in person recently in Cologne as well. But um, uh, it goes back to uh, the focus on push notifications, push messaging, and how that fits into all things mobile, particularly mobile marketing. So uh, with that in mind, um, Len and other levels were also mentioned in a recent report I did for GigaArm Research. And I think it's just really valuable to have you here, Len, to tell us all about other levels and how marketers can be using these tools. So thanks for being here. My pleasure. Yeah, so uh, if you can, uh, just uh, give us a high-level view of Other Levels and then what you guys do there. Sure, I'd love to. Uh, Other Levels is a mobile marketing and analytics firm. We essentially provide um, mobile app publishers and companies with the means to communicate with their customers through push notifications, uh, in-app messages, and other forms of what I like to call uh, native mobile messaging, things that originate on the phone 
through mobile apps. Um, and we like to think that we do it with a level of sophistication above and beyond what's available in the industry right now. Um, unfortunately, much of mobile app messaging currently is done in what I like to call a bullhorn or a broadcast format. So people just tend to lob these things over the fence. And we like to think that um, mobile messaging should be done with as much sophistication and as much rigor as email marketing, search, display, and more established or traditional digital channels, if you will. So before we get into that, because this is going to be so core, I'm hearing so much about this, so much more this year than last year. So I know that this is going to be top of marketers' minds um, going forward increasingly, but can we just be a little bit clear for everyone listening in to understand the difference or the value proposition here? I mean, what's push? What's in-app messaging? What's the value? Sure. Um, push notifications are messages that are essentially sent to a user that has downloaded an app. Um, I'm sure you've all seen it. Uh, when you download an app, you're essentially prompted to opt in to receive push notifications. Um, once you do so, a app publisher, the person who has designed the app that you've downloaded, whether it be a Macy's or a small video game stu studio, anybody who's created that app has the ability to send you push notifications which appear on your mobile phone. Um, and this works across iOS and Android, Windows Phone, etc. So that essentially is push messaging. Um, it only works when the app has been downloaded, and um, it can take many different forms and contain links that will take you directly into the app and specific content, etc. But we can get into that more. But at its core, push messaging is essentially that. It's a short form of message that people receive after they've downloaded an app and opted in to receive it. And then how does that differ from in-app messaging? Sure. Um, push notifications require um, opt-in. In-app messaging does not, and it can take multiple different forms um, and happens directly into the app. So let's, let's think about this scenario. Someone that has opted in for a push notification um, will receive it, you know, regardless whether they're in the app or doing something else. Uh, if they have not opted in for a push notification, then when they log into the app, different forms of in-app messaging can be um, sent, like uh, an alert within the app or some kind of in-app content or the rich inbox, which is um, kind of like an email inbox, if you will, within the app that allows the app publisher to deliver HTML formatted content to a specific place within the app that you know can be branded and contain links and so forth. And then earlier you were talking about um, being one of the few companies that can actually help with analytics. Is it the in-app messaging that you were talking about, or so the analytics around uh, mobile apps take kind of a couple different forms, right? Um, there, there's a base set of analytics that can be pulled off of the device and off of the app. You can figure out um, the IP address from which the user last connected. Um, you can also establish the device uh, version, or the app version rather, the language on the device, etc. These are kind of like the first rung of app analytics. And from there you can get more sophisticated. And it depends how you've instrumented your app, e.g. How, how you might be tracking um, different events or different places that the user reached within the app. This is very common for uh, game providers, etc. 
So once you have event analytics built in, all of these things can be used within our system to essentially filter and create campaigns that allow you to very specifically target very fine segments. So let's say someone that installed the app two days ago has logged into it once, looked at a certain page, may have added something to a cart, but not actually completed a transaction, or maybe users you just want to target users in a specific region. And so let me, let me kind of make this, I don't know if this is going to be, make it murkier or actually add some color, but essentially there are different ways of recognizing where users are, and mobile is great for that, right? Um, we know geolocation is a very powerful tool. Well, geolocation, like push notifications, is something that has to be opted into. So once a user has opted into push, the secondary piece of opt-in is to share their geolocation. Now, lots of users don't share their geolocation, but that's okay. You can actually kind of narrow down where they are based on the IP address that they use to log into the app. So if they're connected to the internet, um, that IP address will be isolated to at least a country or a time zone. So that's a further level of personalization and optimization that can happen for the push notification or in-app content. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes, definitely. Makes sense because you're getting that, that, you know, that, that data and also that context. I'd like to know, can you give me some examples of, of what can be done with this? So we know that it's a great tool. We know that we can get analytics and we always, we always know we have to measure everything in order to find out what works and then repeat it. But what can you actually achieve? Maybe a, a case study or a customer example to show, you know, what can you do if you take the right approach? Sure. We're working with a customer uh, in Europe right now that has a number of retail locations, about 1,300, and mm -hmm. they're, they're doing something very, very ambitious right now. They're actually trying to help um, drive not only uh, commerce through the mobile app, but actually drive traffic to their retail locations through the mobile app based on geofencing, creating boundaries. Um, that someone can, when they pass through, will be notified that a special is waiting for them in store. So it's really kind of bridging the gap between the mobile world and the physical world. And this is really nifty how they're doing it specifically and the kinds of um, initiatives they're taking. Mm -hmm. And could you give me an idea of um, that being the goal? Is there anything, is, is there a specific situation where push messaging, uh, rather push notifications and net messaging, where the two of them make an awful lot of sense? I mean, is it acquisition or retention? Is there anything to say about that? Yeah. So push messaging is definitely a retention tool. Um, you cannot send a push message to someone that hasn't downloaded your app or mm -hmm. opted in to receive it. So right. from that standpoint, it is not at all acquisition-based. Everything we do at other levels is based on increasing retention, engagement, mm -hmm and ultimately monetization of the app. What we're going to do right now is we're going to take a quick break. Uh, so don't go anywhere. We do have Len Schneider, Director of Marketing at Other Levels, and we're going to pick his brain some more. When we get back, don't go anywhere. WebmasterRadio.fm introduces you to your new destination for education and mobile engagement. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to Mobile Presence every Wednesday or download past episodes of our show, plus thousands of past episodes from the WebmasterRadio.fm archives. 
Take your mobile device now and make your way to the iTunes App Store or Google Play and download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app today. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. BubbleFast burst onto the e-commerce scene as a family-owned shipping supply provider back in 1999. The product line has grown, but Mark and Robin still own and operate BubbleFast as a family business. Being sellers themselves has taught them what online sellers need to safely and affordably deliver their products to their customers. BubbleFast is proud to be an active member of the community of online sellers. Mark and Robin sponsor seller meetup groups, share shipping tips and tricks through social media, and always love talking to customers and helping solve shipping challenges. Check out the website at BubbleFast.com. Sign up for the Bubble Briefs newsletter to join the Bubble Fast family. Use promo code WMR to get a 5% discount. Or call Mark and Robin at 877-599-7447. Happy shipping from Mark and Robin at Bubble Fast. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. I'm Shahab Zagari from Skywire. And I'm Peggy Ansaltz from Mobile Groove. And again, we have Len Schneider on the line, uh, Director of Marketing at Other Levels. Uh, and again, uh, Other Levels uh, helps app developers and businesses uh, actually market and engage with their clients. Um, so, you know, it's, it's quite obvious from our talks that these types of messages are essential uh, as far as outbound communications. Um, 
and you recently released a report looking at the retail vertical. What were you examining and why? Sure. Um, retailers are an interesting beast. Um, I, I'm going to try to avoid going on a massive tirade uh, because I come from the email world, so I have the long tail history and experience in kind of the digital market around retail. But retailers, there are a significant number of retailers out in the industry that have launched mobile apps, um, conduct mobile messaging, and so forth. Um, what we wanted to measure was to find out how retailers are using mobile apps to conduct you know, retention and engagement-based mobile messaging. So we took the top 500 internet retailers and then tracked exactly what they did with their apps. We wanted to know if they were opting people into receive push notifications or if they were asking location information. Um, we took all of these findings, tracked them across um, these apps for a number of months and then put out a report to give kind of a state of the state of how retailers are actively or not actively using mobile messaging. And I think a lot of the results were very surprising. We find that kind of as a vertical, retailers tended to be, shall we say, behind um, mm. in terms of the, how they use mobile messaging. Um, they're definitely not taking advantage of their mobile properties, not all of them, or a small proportion than you would think. Um, additionally, I would say that uh, the ones that are engaging in mobile messaging are not necessarily doing it um, with the level of sophistication that their email marketing programs are behaving or their search and display programs. They're not personalizing those messages and really connecting their data silos to find out what people have done. So there's lack of context in a lot of the mobile messaging that's happening from the retail segment. Now, why do you think they are lagging behind most other companies? Um, I have my theories. One of them is that uh, currently people are using mobile to browse and they're not seeing quite the same conversion rate as they do on mobile web. There are a couple different studies that point to this, either Comscore study or Google study, that mobile web drives higher conversions, but there seems to be more activity. Um, also, I believe there might be a little bit of the keeping up with the Joneses because the competitor has a mobile app. Um, I have to have a mobile app, but there isn't a heck of a lot of thought going into those apps. So they're essentially just sitting there as dormant properties. A few retailers that I had spoken to personally um, said, yeah, we have a mobile app. We don't really like it, and we're not doing much with it. We're waiting for a redesign. Oh, man. We know we should do more with it. <laughs> so it's you know um, our CEO actually had this great analogy he called it the iceberg phenomenon he goes most of them are underwater in terms of mm -hmm. how they're using mobile apps and there's a few shining ones that are above water uh huh so so what would you ad advise them I mean they have these mobile apps is it a matter of just reexamining because I imagine a lot of people listening in also say, yes, I do have a mobile app. I did get on that bandwagon. What am I doing with it? I'm certainly not engaging with it. That's for sure. So what do you do when you realize that? Do you have to go back and re-architect the app in order to make it an engaging app and use, and use push and, and in-app messaging better? Or, or, or what is it? Go back to the drawing board. Um, they lag behind. How can they get back on track? Sure. Um, the all of those things are absolutely applicable, and it kind of depends on what they've done and how they've built their app in the first place. I'm not mm -hmm. going to focus on the specifics of you know, app design. I am not a yeah. coder, nor have I played one on TV, so I couldn't tell you <laughs> per se. But what I can tell you is this, that um, if they have enabled or requested users opt-in to push, which you know, a fair number of the top 100 internet retailers do, 
um, they need to start thinking about creating a cadence of messages, okay? Push notifications should have a regular cadence, just the way email does. Um, think of it this way. Everything that you that a retailer does with their email program, they should be able to do with their mobile messaging, and probably even more specifically, and shall we say, um, with more accuracy, because you know more about the user that has opted in for push, and especially if they've actually logged in and they're no longer anonymous. So one of the things that um, an app publisher or a reseller should do in this case is probably set up a regular cadence of messages. Um, but before they do that, for the greatest, let's say, for that, if they were to take one giant leap for all retailers, that would be to connect um, their data silos so that mobile users that are identified that have either transacted through their apps or logged in, um, if they can connect that user profile to an existing one in their database, to their email, to that user's email profile, then they have all of that previous transaction history. They know if this user clicks on links in email, if they purchase online, and that really creates a very, very unique opportunity to be able to make decisions like, should I send an email or should I send a push? Oh, I see this person is near one of my stores. Do I send them a message to come into the store with a discount? I mean, these are questions that can be asked once you know who you're dealing with, right? So if I'm going to continue on that for a moment, um, that's what they need to do to get it back on track. Um, and we'll get to this maybe in some do's and don'ts further on in, in our show. But um, is there something particularly surprising in that report? I mean, one is that they lag behind, but is there something else that you found out that you weren't expecting or that um, maybe should have some alarm bells going off at, at, the re at the offices of retailers or even marketers for that matter? Sure. Um, uh, the rich inbox, which is, an, is a type of in-app messaging, like I said, it's, it's basically a repository where HTML content can be delivered that can mimic an email. Um, that is woefully underused. Only 2% of the top 500 internet retailers actually have a rich inbox. And there are a number of different ways of deploying a rich inbox, of using it. The kinds of content can be widely varied. It can just be a repository for the push messages that are sent. That's a very simple use of the rich inbox. Um, it could also be part of a, a more integrated strategy where push notifications are linked to, shall we say, more or... I hate to use the term richer, rich inbox messages, but that's essentially what it comes down. Let's think of push as a very short form message. Push notifications can be deep linked to a message in the rich inbox. So you can you think of the push as almost a subject line if you need the analogy of an email, and then the body or the content of the message can be waiting for the user in the rich inbox. But there are a number of different uses for the rich inbox. Um, we work with a major... Uh, hotel group, and they use their rich inbox to deliver unique offers. The, the, the really cool feature of the rich inbox that I think um, maybe a lot of retailers or just app publishers don't realize is that the rich inbox is not about content that gets delivered. It actually pulls from the server. So unlike your email inbox that is sitting there waiting to receive content from an email server or from a sender, the rich inbox can refresh itself every time the user opens the app. So all of the content of the rich inbox can essentially be personalized and made very relevant based on the context, based on where the user is, based on the time of day, every single time that user opens a nap. 
So if a push message drives a user to open an app, then the rich inbox can kind of deliver that knockout blow, that real personalized experience for a user. And so when you uh, are sitting and talking with your clients, what specifically are you prescribing they do? Uh, focus on this rich inbox or does it really vary from customer to customer? Well, I think uh, the first discussion starts long before the rich inbox. Um, the first discussion that we have with our customers is to try to, um, try to help them understand that before you get to the monetization of a new user, you have to demonstrate the value of the app. You have to create brand engagement. And that really starts with getting a user to come back to the app, right? Think about, think about your own usage. Uh, you just downloaded an app. If the first message you get is to buy something, are you really going to use that app again? You don't even know how to use the app. You don't know where the cart is. So really, it's kind of a, um, it's, it's, we start with engagement. Um, once a user is engaged, then you know that you can start retaining them and having them come back to the app, and then you move to monetization. So a lot of this is about the right strategy. Um, mm -hmm. Push messages really are very easy to send for the most part. Um, they're cost-effective. Their CPMs are lower than email. So it's a matter of getting retailers, anybody, any, any app publisher out there, to really think of their push messages as a way of having users engage with their app. And it's within the app where the real transaction takes place. Nice. So before I even start giving advice on the rich inbox, I, I, want, I want app publishers to understand that there's an order to things. Because mm -hmm. if they're not addressing those, that 80%, we, we call this the pyramid of churn, 80% of your users are likely to churn out within 30 days after only having opened the app once. Now, if the first thing you do is, gonna, is to send them essentially purchase notifications or coupons, well, you're not it's really likely creating... likely they're just going to delete it. You're not creating engagement. You're just kind of bombarding them, right? It's like carpet bombing someone with offers without <laughs> knowing where they are, what they're likely to click on. You haven't actually done the work to establish what they want to buy. Right. Well, we're, I'm going to have to stop you there. We do have to take a quick break. But when we get back, we uh, are going to see if you can give our listeners some great do's and don'ts. Uh, so actually, uh, don't go anywhere. We're, we'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. You rely on your website to promote your business. And while you're busy doing what you love, you need a site that can keep up. GoDaddy Web Hosting is built from the ground up for lightning speed, reliability, and rock-solid performance. It includes over 150 free apps like WordPress and Drupal to build and manage your site. And with 99.9% .9 uptime and industry-leading load times, you never have to worry if your site is up and running. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter code HOSTFM to get web hosting for $1 a month, plus a free domain. Some limitations apply. See website for details. While some affiliate networks can give you offers, Affiliate Offers Network gives you offers that pay big. Why do affiliates work with Affiliate Offers Network? How about because they work with powerhouse CPAs like Affiliate.com? How about that affiliates get paid every Monday to kick off their work week? Plus, learn how their green bucket system can turn your email, display ad, social, video, or mobile impression into profitable income. Get connected today with Affiliate Offers Network. Call 312-560-0175 or visit AffiliateOffersNetwork.com. 
Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back. Welcome back to the Mobile Presence podcast presented by Skywire.com. I'm Shahab from Skywire. And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove. And again, we have Len Schneider on the line from Other Levels. Um, at this point, uh, I'd love to get into maybe your top three uh, do's and don'ts or just top three tips uh, that you would like to give our listeners, but that you generally give your own clients as well. Sure. Um, so as I said, we like to start with the retention engagement before we move to monetization. Um, if, if there's only a, the option to do a limited amount of personalization, I would say the first and easiest thing to do, at least through the other levels platform, is to ensure that messages are delivered in a user's local time zone. Since push messages are very, very instant, if you will, they're about the here and now, things move very quickly on a mobile device, it's critical that they arrive in a user's local time zone. As I said previously, um, you can ascertain the general location of someone, even if they haven't opted into geolocation based on their IP. So what we've done in other levels is we've optimized local delivery. So all messages get delivered in a user's local time zone. If you want a campaign to go out at 4 p.m., it'll go out at 4 p.m. everywhere in the world. Um, I didn't know you could do that. I thought push notifications, you just log in and you type in the message, hit send, and then it sends it to everybody who's opted into that message. So... Correct. Now imagine you send a message at 4 p.m. Uh, from San Francisco. It's probably going to be about 2 o'clock in the morning or midnight in Sweden when it arrives. Right. So that's not very optimized. It's not very relevant. Someone's asleep. They wake up. They get a long list of messages. And your push is buried somewhere at the bottom. That doesn't work. With our system, it actually will send the message kind of in a rolling time frame so that it, it arrives at 4 p.m. Uh, around the world. It's one of our core competencies. So from there, I would say that other forms of personalization are to ensure that push notifications are deep linked to specific pieces of content. Um, mm -hmm. We also like to say that uh, new users should receive a push notification um, rather quickly, probably within the first day or two. Um, that creates greater engagement. Um, creating a regular cadence of messages is important and constantly measuring to find out, you know, is this working? Are you driving more unsubs and removals? 
um, because you're over messaging a new audience. Uh, you have to set baselines, and one of the things that our system does is create control groups so that whatever experimentation you do can be measured against a control group that may not receive those messages. Mm-hmm. Another of the mantras in our office is everything old is new again, and like like display advertising, television, etc., we have a nifty feature within our application called retargeting that allows you to very quickly retarget um, a segment or a list based on what people have or have not done in response to a push notification. So let's say that you want to re-message everyone that didn't respond within a certain time frame to your last push with another push. Maybe it's a deeper discount if you're a retailer or some other piece of information that, they, that you think is educational enough to drive a user back to an app. Um, within our system, you can do that with basically one click and apply filters to make it even more relevant. Mm-hmm. So these kind of techniques and approaches that have been part and parcel of just about every form of digital marketing, we've added them to the mobile context so that mobile doesn't have to be a bullhorn. It doesn't have to be lobbing you know, tons of messages over the fence and not really caring where they go because you assume that it's kind of a benign form of messaging or just a very passive one. To us, it is uh, possible to create the same level of brand engagement within push notifications and native mobile messaging as with other forms of digital marketing and messaging. That's fantastic. I, I just want to be clear on one quick thing here, Lynn. Sure. Um, is some of this also automated so the marketer isn't you know, balancing and juggling every single thing? I mean, if, can you find out my control group for me or do I have to put some thought into that? Um, our system comes pre-baked with a set mm-hmm. number of control groups. Uh, basically, everyone's assigned a number when they come in, so they automatically fit within it. We can also set okay. up automated campaigns and do mm-hmm. one-offs. So just like you know, any kind of digital marketing suite, we've instrumented uh, other levels to kind of walk and quack like a mobile <laughs> marketing suite, which it actually <laughs> okay. is. You know? Okay. So all of those concepts that you would expect, you know, revolving around email and display, very much applicable to the mobile realm. That's great. Well, we're going to start our closing remarks here. Again, Len, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, I want to remind our listeners to remember to check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash mobilepresence. And remember that new episodes of Mobile Presence air Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can check out earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm on the website. You can find our shows also on iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, and now on iHeartRadio. Just search Mobile Presence. And finally, you can stay connected by downloading the the, uh, Webmaster Radio mobile app from the iTunes App Store or Google Play. Again, thanks for joining us for Mobile Presence presented by Skywire.com. You know where to find the show. Now, Len, how do they get in touch with you? Great. Uh, you could find us over at www.otherlevels.com. Um, we have a number of great free reports for you. You could check out our mobile retail study in addition to our rich inbox white paper if you're curious about how you can use that technology. Um, in addition to our two-device and on-device white paper, which I think demystifies some of the differences and similarities between mobile messaging and other forms of digital messaging, um, if you want to reach me, I'm at Len Schneider, L-E-N-S-H-N-E-Y-D-E-R, on Twitter, or just len.schneider at otherlevels.com. Perfect. And Peggy, how can our listeners get a hold of you? 
Well, you can find me over at mobilegroove.com, on Twitter at Peggy Ann, that's A-N-N-E, and uh, more about this really amazing topic of uh, you know push and in-app communication. Um, in the report, we also see some more about other levels as well, building brand engagement through in-app communication, my newest report over at GigaOM Research. Fantastic. And listeners can get a hold of me on Twitter at Shahab Zagari. That's Z-A-R-G-A-R-I. You can also check out Skywire.com. Check out all the really cool stuff that we do. Thanks again for listening. And remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.